This is a lion. Ooh, it is a lion cub. Splash right in the water. How about that one? But it's a horse. Good job. Sploosh. What's next? This is a zebra. Ooh. Sploosh. What do you got next? This is a tree. Nice. What else you got? I can see again. A tree again. How about you throw in a big one? Let's hear a good splash. Who's that? A wolf. Nice. Couple more? Centipede. a centipede. A centipede. Ooh. <laughs> one more. What you got? I never centipede. Ooh, you have two centipedes. What a man you are. Thanks, Brady, for showing us your animals. How many animals do you think are here in this pile? Ninety-six. Ninety-six. <laughs> That's a lot of animals. And you're throwing them all into the? Uh, bath. The bath. They're all getting a tub. And then who goes in after all the animals go in? Me. Thank you, thank you, and welcome to a Fresh Air Inspired Life. I'm your host, Amanda Wise, and today we are here with probably the most special guest ever, at least to me, and all his family, and all his friends, and the entire community, and all his fans. Here he is, Mr. Brady P. How you doing today, Braids? I'm great. Aw, and you're so cute, and I stinking love you so much. I love you so much, too. Yep, there's a little guy in his sweet little love glory. But I'm not going to try and trick you into thinking that this is an interview with little Brady P. Because he's just not quite ready for an extended interview so instead we have recorded ourselves in little snippets throughout our day for the last few days so you can just get a little glimpse into uh, little parts of our life it's been it's been really fun and he's been really into it and good at it actually speaking into the microphone although my microphone's a little wet when we're done he he definitely is into it and feels feels really cool. So it's been a fun thing to do together. <laughs> Little man, he's so stinking cute. But today's podcast is really about what he has taught me and what I now want to help teach the world because the beauty and the love that are inside him is kind of unparalleled to anything I've ever seen besides just the divinity of the universe itself. I feel like he represents that in a human form and many people with Down syndrome do that and he is no exception. 
I'm just want to say that I am so proud of him for how far he has come. He is eight years old right now. He can speak. He can have conversations with people. He can eat by himself. He can help himself and clean up his toys and make friends and meet people. And he's just learning to go to the store by himself <laughs> to pay for things. And it's it's really sweet. I'm proud of him and everyone who's on his team to get him as far as he's come. He's really, truly a gem in this world. And I want to showcase him because I believe that as he gets older, he will help show this world why we are really here. So I want to talk a little bit about how I felt when he came into this world as he was. It wasn't known to me or anyone else in our family that he had any genetic conditions. I wasn't told until I already got to meet him. And I just I want to read this section from page 19 of Digging for Light, a memoir to inspire humanity by yours truly. If you want to learn any more about this whole thing that happened, you can just read the book. But here is that moment when I first looked into his eyes and met him. He, he came out as a C-section. So I didn't even get to see him. He was behind a curtain. And I was in a recovery room. And then they wheeled me up to the floor where Aaron and Linda were. And we'll just start right here. Linda skipped the chit-chat and placed him in my arms upon my arrival. And then it happened. This tiny little bundle opened his eyes and looked up at me. As any new mother would be elated to scan her newborn for familiar physical features, I was instead drawn into his eyes. They reached out and pulled me into the depths of his being. Into the depths of all being. In that moment, I found myself without a body. I floated around like I was in space and all I remember seeing was total darkness dotted with silver sparkles, kind of like stars. It was like I was in a three-dimensional movie. I could sense that some of the stars were light years away from me, yet easily tangible if I believed I was right beside them. Even if I focused on a faraway object, I was suddenly right next to it. I was overcome with a peaceful feeling. I felt like anything was possible if I believed it. I felt an overwhelming connection to everything in the universe. I could actually tell that I was the universe and the universe was me. I lingered in that realm, savoring the openness, connection, and comfort. There's that section from Digging for Light. And another thing that showed me that when I ever I go back in my mind, it's it was that anything was possible in that moment. Anything I believed in was right there. There was nothing, absolutely nothing, stopping me from what I believed in. And this was all just a vision I had. At the moment I met my son, I'm going to tear up. It was so beautiful. And 
right after that, I tried to feed him for the first time, you know, as a new mother does. And the doctor came in. And that is when I learned of his potential diagnosis. Which, surprisingly, didn't bother me at all. Because I already knew that anything was possible with him. And I vowed to make sure that I would always believe in him. Anything he wanted, he could do. And as we go forward in life and I see all the things he is so good at, I really believe it. There's nothing holding us back or holding me back to believe what he can do. And I think that's one of the reasons he is doing so well. And he believes in himself. And the way that he goes around touching people's lives, even of strangers, is just such a beautiful gift. And I am grateful that I get to be part of it with him. I'm hungry. You are? Well, what would you like to eat? I'm a hot dog. Ooh, a hot dog. That sounds pretty good. Anything else with that hot dog? Oh, yes. Yes, I'm a hot dog. <laughs> okay, but do you want anything else with the hot dog? I, I need a bun and ketchup. <laughs> a bun and ketchup. All right, pal, orders in. Brady, how's your ice cream today? Good. Awesome. What kind is it? Cookies and cream. Ooh, and where did you get it from? I came from the store. From the store? Did you go get it all by yourself? Yes. Because, because why? Because I ice cream by myself. Because you're a big boy? Yeah, I'm a big boy. Oh, you're so sweet. Great job. I'm proud of you for being so independent. You enjoy that, okay? Okay. Okay, Mommy. After Brayden was born and we got through most of the medical turmoil, I wanted to advocate for Down syndrome and all the families in the UP who might have a newborn, but I thought that was too specific because everyone is different. And this is a gift because if we open our eyes and listen to people's stories, we will be able to see other people's perspectives. The person who can't see out of their eyes, how do they adapt? The person with autism, how do they interact with others? The person who doesn't have use of their dominant hand, what have they learned? Navigating this earth with our different skin colors, how are we treated? Being perpetually paralyzed with depression, what does this show us? And on and on, we are all different. No two people are alike. None. Yet, we are all the same. Booyah! We are all human. We all breathe air and drink water in order to survive. We all live on planet Earth. I find it absolutely necessary that we share our perceptions. How else are we going to get out of our little boxes if we don't learn about others? The good, the bad, the beautiful and the ugly. When we learn of someone else's struggle, it connects us because all of us are struggling too. 
in some way. I mean, raise your hand if you never struggle ever. I'll raise it high, high, high. No, no, I don't see any hands. So when I started the Brady P Project, it was originally going to be for support of families with Down syndrome. But I changed the mission to promote advocacy for everyone, every human. It also promotes unconditional love, which we'll talk about in a bit. And it promotes Mother Nature because, let's face it, we are even more trapped in our own little world when we think the world exists only in our office or home or school. It's just not true. We are connected by the wind that blows and the water that flows. While striving for promoting advocacy, I came across a YouTube channel called Special Books by Special Kids, or SBSK. I was immediately hooked. Chris, the host, finds people all over the world who either look different, think different, or live differently than most people. And he does interviews with them and their families. It is fascinating to learn about a man who has been living in an iron lung since the 1950s and still has a positive attitude and a great sense of humor. Or how a person with antisocial thought patterns view the world. Or how a family who is raising a terminally ill child copes with each day. I mean, if you ever think your life is hard... Just watch one of these videos, SBSK, super informative, intimate, and for me, life-changing. I want to thank the producers of that program for all their great work. And now, let's hear from Brady P. I have to say pelican. Pelican, sweet. It's a white pelican. It's upside down pelican. A white pelican that's upside down? Oh my gosh, what a treat. What else is up there? A fish. That's for pelican. Out of the sea. Oh, the pelican caught a fish out of the sea. Ooh, what else is up in the sky? Swan. How many swans do you see? My head's big. <laughs> that's a lot of swans. I love it. What else is up there? Hyacinth macaws. Hyacinth macaws? Wow, how many of those do you see? Ninety-eight hyacinth macaws. Those are a rare breed. What else is up there? Ooh, yuck, yuck. Oh, so a parrot. A parrot? Ooh, what color is the parrot? It's black and white and yellow. Oh, it has black, white, and yellow fur? Yeah. Wait, do parrots have feathers or fur? Feathers. Awesome. What else is up there? Ooh, I see a great horn owl. You can see it during the day even? Yeah. Yes. Wow. I see up in my moon. That's what the great horn owl says? I love it. It's in my moon. So, if you can't tell, Brady P is awesome, and he is so smart. You just heard him list off some lesser-known birds just from his memory. 
He knows more animal species than any adult I know, except my biology friends, of course. But I would say that at home, his biggest obsession is animals. He has seven different baskets of animals. He has grouped them all on his own. And if, say, the black bear ends up in the basket of sea creatures and pets, he picks it up, stands up, and shouts, Oh! Then runs to put the black bear in the basket of regular animals. Because that's where it goes. I <laughs> wouldn't be surprised in the least if he became a biologist someday and helped rescue animals. Or do something cool like that, work in a zoo. He is enamored with them. And the more species he knows, the happier he seems to get. I would say his second biggest obsession is music. I mean, it's right on par with the animals. And he often listens to songs about animals. But he also has an innate sense of music. I remember when he was two, Grammy and Grampy Rogers and I took him to some live music at an outdoor venue. Of course, he enjoyed the music and bopped along, but the thing that fascinated us was he would start clapping for the song to be over right when the song was over. Every time. Like, even before the audience clapped. <laughs> we just stared at each other and marveled. I've seen him react to other songs that I would thought he was hearing for the first time but he already had them choreographed like he wrote them it blows my mind how does he do that I don't know but the dances that he makes up for some of his favorite songs always make me go wow he has routines to dozens of songs across many genres if we would go somewhere and one of those songs comes on loud the crowd is going to get a show i think he could even win a break dancing competition for contestants of his height because <laughs> his inverts spins booty moves and facial expressions are spectacular for a youngster not only does he love to dance but he thrives on entertaining <laughs> my god he could really be an entertainer someday or a choreographer he tries to teach me dance moves, and he is very specific how I do them. No, mommy, your foot like this. No, spin like this. Oh, my God. He could even be a DJ. I I already call him DJ Swizzle when he works on his decks. Wicka, wicka. He loves the scratch pad. You know what? He might even be a composer, too. Music is so innate in him. I wouldn't put it past him to make his own. And he definitely walks to the beat of his own drum. <laughs> oh, what else? Oh, he loves throwing at a target. He started throwing rocks into Lake Superior before he was two. And he can hit targets that marvel his physical therapists and high school coaches. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, Wow, that kid's got an arm and a heck of a good aim. I won't lie, though, I'm not modest about this. 
I often say that he will be the first major league baseball player with Down syndrome. That is, if he doesn't pick one of his other options. Okay, I'll try to be quick about the last few things he's amazing at. He could be a doctor or work in some sort of care facility because the compassion he has when someone is not feeling good combined with the urge to sit with them until they feel better is astounding to me. He is so nurturing. I mean, I'm not even like that. But he makes helping others a priority. He loves to hike and talk about the trail and the views and what's growing. So I think he would also make a great nature tour guide. Maybe we can team up for a wildflower walk someday. That would be amazing. Let's see. He loves to watch the waves. I don't know if it's a splashing or the anticipation or what, but he gets mesmerized. I love to watch his little body go into spasms as the waves crash. Man, I don't really know what's going on in his brain, but I feel like it's something most of us can't see ourselves. He does this with a lot of things that involve physics. And I really think when he reacts to someone taking a bite or a basketball going into a hoop or a dog jumping into the water with this huge full body reaction, it's really something to witness. So what does that mean for him? What will that allow him to be? I don't know. But it sure lets us know that he is in the moment to the empteenth degree. Okay, but why am I telling you about all his favorite things and bragging up how talented he is? Uh, because I can. <laughs> really though, I just want to show you the power of possibility and the power of nurturing other people's desires. So if we would have stopped at one basket of animals, he wouldn't know all those exotic species. If I didn't give him several types of targets to throw, hit, kick a ball into, he wouldn't progress one of his most fantastic physical skills. And if I didn't, uh, if I didn't play him all the songs he likes over and over every day while he jumps on his little trampoline, he would not have such cool choreographed moves. But why am I saying this to you? Nurture your passions. Nurture your desires. Nurture the things and the ones you love, even if they are already grown up. I used to write, illustrate, and bind little manila page books when I was a girl. But I forgot about that. And I went to college to become a genetic engineer. Uh, wrong answer. I failed out of chemistry, stuck with English and writing, and now I'm a writer slash author with my own publishing company. I really just should have paid more attention to my childhood. That's why I'm begging you to pay attention to people's hobbies and skills. Those are the things we really are meant to do here. I mean it. 
as we grow up and wonder what we want to be, let's think about all the things that already drive us. They're called passions and talents for a reason. They are how we, as individuals, contribute most effectively to the world. Okay, if you want to see Brady in action, check him out on our YouTube channel at Copper Harbor Vitality. He is a hoot. But now, it's time for a musical interlude from Brady P. himself. Check, one, two, check, check, one, two. What you doing in here? Oh, I just play toys. You're playing toys? What do you got going on? I can touch this wildlife card. Oh, the wildlife cards with all the different animals on them? Yes, I do. Awesome. What's going on with, what's that music over there? Uh, uh, it's what to play. Planes, that's both bags. That's a guitar. Wow, that is Roctopus playing saxophone, bass, xylophone, and guitar. All right, you made it this far. Congrats, because I saved the best for last. I want to tell you about the most important thing Braden Phillip has taught me. I know it's the most important because it overwhelms my soul to watch him do this and it is still something I am working on if I if you if we all could understand what it means to love others unconditionally to see every person on this planet as a struggling soul and realize that this is what connects us the world will be saved from division, dehumanization, disconnection, loneliness, all those things. What I find so intriguing about this is how simple it is, yet how difficult it is for us to do. Let's quickly talk about what unconditional love is. Well, my dear, it's an oxymoron. Love does not and should not come with conditions. If it does, it ain't love, pal. But we'll get into that in our relationships episode. So then, really, we're just talking about love. What is love? In the context we're using, love is the ability to see another human with all their scars, struggles, the walls they put up, and be able to genuinely appreciate and respect them, recognize who they are, and let them be them wherever they are in life, and know that it's okay. The simple act, something I've watched Brady do hundreds of times in his short life with us so far, is what helps break down the walls we put up 
It's what helps us know that who we are is okay. We each came here with our own set of talents and struggles, and we need to let them shine. Every time somebody shows us that it's okay to be who we are, we shine a little brighter. Here are a couple examples. Let's start with Brady. We go out together and we live in a tourist town, mind you. So most of the people we see during our summer walks are strangers, at least by definition of a person we haven't already met. So while I and most people see a barrier between ourselves and the said stranger, Brady sees an opportunity to meet someone new. He does it in different ways. When he was younger, he would simply hug somebody's leg. I can't tell you how many times I cringed at the people he chose to hug. Admittedly, I was just judging them as an unapproachable person by their attire, all the tattoos they had, even though (laughs) both my siblings are covered in ink and they are wonderful people. Or I judge them by the way they smelled or how they spoke, anything. And shame on me. But what surprised me every single time was their reaction to a two-foot-high person hugging their leg and smiling up at them. They were always so friendly and so moved by this gesture. It's like Brady has the magic wand to turn what we might view as a grizzly bear into the teddy bear that they really are. These days he can speak, so he asks people their names. And 100% of the adults will respond with engagement. They'll say their name and ask his. Then he'll either shake their hand or give them a hug and make sure... This gets me every time. He makes sure to include every person in the group. If the room or the park is full of groups, he won't necessarily go to each group. But he included each person in their pod. He won't leave anyone out. I don't think he morally can. So what I see from the people, and not all of them every time, but sometimes... They cry. Sometimes they hug him so tight and say, Thank you, I needed that. Sometimes they look at me in awe and say, It's like he knew. You know what? He knew. So why don't we all do this? (laughs) Okay, I know. We are not all cute little kids that can just go around hugging people and getting away with it. We don't all have the extra 21st chromosome that makes the stranger pass us off as, oh, they're just a hugger. So then here's a story to illustrate another way we can do this without being so creepy by society standards. I don't remember where I heard this or if I have the facts 100% straight. But the point is clear. I cried when I heard the story. 
The story is, one day on a crowded subway, a man looking a little rough around the edges stood up and started shouting angrily. The people around him were afraid because he seemed volatile or even dangerous. But then the old lady who was sitting next to him simply reached out and held his hand. She remained calm and probably had a a smile on her face. The man, feeling a sudden connection to another human, a stranger even, calmed down. They sat next to each other and held hands. At least that's how I remember it. But isn't that beautiful? Isn't that just what the world needs? More people to reach out and show they care. No words needed. Just love. Can we do this? Can each of us do our part? Honestly, my goal is to help people before they get to the point of making a scene. And these days, scenes are causing tragedies to other humans' lives. You know what I'm saying. Would you deny that those scenarios stem from disconnection? I recently heard a statistic on the radio that uh, something like just over half the people surveyed had two people they trusted to confide in to actually tell how they were feeling and be able to vent before their feelings got out of control. And over a quarter of the people, I thought they were going to say over a quarter of the people had half a dozen. No, over a quarter of the people had no one. This punched me in the heart. We have gotten so removed from each other. This is not okay with me. This is actually the biggest problem I see in the world. And every time I hear about another human catastrophe because someone felt disconnected from their own human race, I feel like I'm already too late. You might think I'm crazy for saying this, but I feel like I'm on this earth to help show people that they are not alone. Everyone should have someone, just one person. All we need is one person to share the thought that is bothering us so it can go away. This is how I want to help raise the consciousness of humanity to its highest potential. And what an absolute gift to me and to the world that the little person who came out of my body feels the same way and was born with a superpower of touching people's lives in a positive way. I know that B and I were meant to be together at the magnitude that we are nearly every day of our lives because we have a big job to do. And I want to thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for believing in us. And now that you know that you can be a part 
of a change in this world simply by smiling at someone, helping someone when they look like they need it, keeping tabs on a friend who's going through a rough time. Any and all of those simple gestures can make a big difference and create ripples for others to do the same until we have reached everyone's heart. Everyone. I believe this is possible. I'm trembling as I tell you it right now. I believe it with every fiber of my being, but I can't do it alone. Brady and I can't do it by ourselves either. We need you. The more people like you who care enough to help, the better this world will be. I know it's possible if we try. Just like anything was possible that moment, I looked into Brady's eyes when I first met him. He already knows this is possible. Okay. Thank you so much for bearing with me. Please share this podcast with anyone you think might be able to help or anyone who needs to know that they're not alone. Can I say that again? Please share this episode with anyone who needs to know they are not alone because they're not. If you are feeling alone, you are not. There are billions of people in this world and many of them feel just like you do right now. Tell someone how you feel. Please, please tell a real person, not your social media. Tell someone so you know they're listening. I know it's hard, but you have to be brave. It's your chance. I know because I've been there before and I know how hard it is to reach out. But I'm so happy I'm still in this world to continue on my mission because I called one person and miraculously one person showed up and saved me. That's all it takes. One person. Sometimes you are that one. If you feel like you need to read something inspiring, check out my weekly posts about raising Brady P on the shores of Lake Superior. You can visit our blog. It's called Downs by the Bay. Or you can search for it um, on the CopperHarborVitality.com website. Okay. Now we're going to lighten the mood with a laughing fit. Be good to yourself and be kind to others. Mwah. Brady, will you blow us a kiss?
You blow the best kisses. Ready to sing our song? Oh yeah. Second two.